Hey guys, welcome to another podcast for this month of November. I am pre-recording this a little, so if you do see a date, I don't know how to change that thing. Yes, I'm pre-recording in advance, but Christmas season is, yes, when I'm recording this three months away, but in our house, it's a big deal and I don't get any time to do it. So I'm trying to plan ahead, make sure that I get these out because podcast is getting me quite a few listens and I want people to hear what I have to say and I have a lot to say. (laughs) So this month, as some people know, is International Adoption Awareness Month. Now, not a lot of people do, um, but it's out there. You know what I mean? Like it does exist. And thank you to Babel Mia for making an amazing calendar that tells me the different informative dates. And that way I can hear what they have to say. So besides that, this month, we've had World Fertility Day, National Down Syndrome's Awareness Week in Canada. Uh, There's also Panda Week. I have no idea why that relates to birth world, but International Prematurity Day, uh, International Children's Day, and the Elimination of Violence Against Women. So this month's podcast, I am focusing on the international adoption awareness. Uh, For myself, I've always had a fear that I could never have a child. It's, I, from a young age, I was asking people to get married. Okay. So just get it. I'm weird, (laughs) but I've always thought about kids. I love kids. I've always wanted kids. It's just, it's something I have a need, an excessive, like urge sounds weird, but just like a want a biggest dream goal feature, whatever it be. So I've always looked into many different options. For me, in Canada, I'm talking about Canada because that's where I'm at. But for me, fostering, you have to wait till you're 21. Otherwise, I would totally, like my parents, they've always thought about fostering as well. But for myself, I'm just like, you know, we live together. That's our family life kind of thing. And so it was like, I was thinking of fostering, but I have to wait till I'm 21. So wait till 2021, Lisa. (laughs) But fostering is an option for those who are unfortunately unable to have children. There are other options like IVF. Oh, I'm trying to think of the other one. There are more. There's lots of options. You can go through surrogacy. There's lots of different ones. Um, But anyway, besides the point is this month is about adoption. And for myself, I've always looked into adoption. My sister, she has everything little planned out to a T. She knows she wants to adopt two children and have six of her own for sure. If there's more, they'll God be it, right? But uh, <laughs> the main point is adoption is in our family line. And probably most likely we will be adopting in our house. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if my brothers or, you know, even I adopt kind of thing. I do plan on It's in my head. It's in my head. So I've always done a lot of research. Now, a really great movie that came out in 2018, I cannot believe it because I just seen it like three months ago, four months ago, and I'm like really slow, but it is called Instant Family. Now, this movie was really interesting. Uh, Let me see. It was, but it had Mark Wahlberg in it. That's the for sure um, person that's in it. I am sorry if you hear any background noise. My grandmother, she gets very upset quickly. So anyway, then it's a story about Pete and Ellie and they decide they want a family. Um, they stumble into the world of foster care and then adoption. They make it a comedy. They have 
three different they get three different children that are siblings because why would you split up kids like I can't imagine doing that. That's just not happening for me. So anyway, it was really, it was an epic movie. I loved it. And normally Mark Wahlberg, I haven't watched a lot of his films and I'm not a huge fan of them. This is not a video review though. So don't keep listening. <laughs> um, so anyway, this was a really awesome movie that explained a little bit of how this family was going through for adopting. Now I forget exactly if it was based off a true story. Some of these are, some of these are i just really don't know but anyway the they this one's off america though so if you want totally if you type up instantfamily.org you will literally get to a website where they talk about adopting and teach you how to get into the adoption system that you can adopt so but since i'm in canada doesn't really apply to me so if you go to children.gov.ontario like on.ca then you can learn about adopting in Canada. So they have like a really interesting thing. Like if you're thinking about adopting a child, there are many things to consider. So here are some of the initial questions that you want to think about before deciding that you're ready to take adopting a child in. So can you provide a child with a secure, nurturing, and loving home? Can I make a long-term commitment to a child Am I ready to take on the responsibilities of supporting and raising a child? Am I willing to participate in a multi-step adoption process? And am I ready to welcome a child in my family? So they have it really nicely set up, actually. And I probably will link this in the bio for anyone who is thinking about having adoption in their lives. But they go about the myths about adopting and learning about the types of adoption. And I'm just going to kind of like read a little bit some of it because... For myself, too, it's all learning experience, and that's what we're here to listen to about. But yeah, The Instant Family, to go back to that for a tiny second, that is a good movie, and you totally should check it out if you haven't already. It was something that I really enjoyed watching, and pretty incredible stuff. That's all I'm saying. It it sat with me well. It sat with me well. So, um, anyway... So, some of the myths that they were going on, that it takes seven years or more to adopt a child in Ontario... The length of time it takes is about matching the needs of the child to the family and vice versa. So I guess it doesn't take seven years. I never thought it did, but okay. <laughs> uh, the myth, only rich people can afford adoption. Well, the truth is you don't have to be wealthy. You just need to be sure that you can meet the needs of the child. Adoption is a not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Uh, they also have that there are no healthy kids for adoption. Well, every child is unique. No offense, but... That's kind of like a no-brainer. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes you wonder. You know what I mean? People have questions, and that's fine. And they're covering this in their blog of breaking down the myths about adoption. And personally, I now want to write a blog post about it. So if you see one, then you know why. <laughs> so um, older children can't or don't want to be adopted. And to be honest, that's simply not true. Like, so many children want and need families. Teenagers understand and school-age children what it means to be adopted. So the thing is, for myself, I think a lot more people want a baby. But I'm I'm a terrible kind of person. And I think I've talked about this in my blog post. I love people. Like, personally, if someone, if I had the money, I'd buy lots of land, taking people that agree with, like, my lifestyle living, and we'd live together. And I'm totally, I'm all for that. Like, community living. I want to up that <laughs> to a whole different type of style of community living. Like, I really think people need to lean on each other. So for me, 
if I were to adopt, I think it would be variety of ages. Like, it wouldn't just be babies. Of course, I want a baby because babies are so small and cute. And that's probably why I do what I do. <laughs> but I also, I love people. And once you get to know a person, like, the relationships I have with my family, I could, I can't imagine or can't wait to the fact that you actually get other people in your lives that you could actually have a relationship like that with. I just, sometimes you wonder if that's just all in your head. but. uh Anyway, besides the point, that was that's totally what's always been on my end. And so it doesn't matter what age. And for me, I would probably go for the families where there's three or four more kids because they need a home and not a lot of people want to keep them all together, especially if there's like four or more. I've seen some stories and I'm like, oh, I'm too young to adopt. (laughs) Anyway, you must be childless to adopt. So some children may need all of the parents' attention. However, many children benefit from experienced parents and are slash would do well with families who have other children. So they went over a really nice uh, um, kind of like myths that they're debunking. And that was kind of really helpful. So then there is apparently types of adoption, and you can think about public adoptions, which are adoptions of children in the permanent care of a Children's Aid Society, CAS, also known as Crown Wards. So children become available for adoption because their birth parents decided to make an adoption plan, or an Ontario court decided that the child must be permanently removed from their birth parents. So there's a start process. There is no cost to adoptive parents to go through the public adoption process with the Children's Aid Society. Interesting. Always thought there was a cost. Anyway, there's a time frame. There's no set waiting period. And keep in mind, most children in the care of CAS who are crown wards are beyond the age of infancy. So most of the time with that one, they are not by not babies. Now, for private adoption, most children placed through private adoptions are newborns. These adoptions are handled by a private agency or individual licensed by the government. So Interesting enough, you have to contact a licensed private agency and then go through all that. Normally, the cost will be uh, charge you a fee, and that's most likely between fifteen and twenty five thousand. That's a lot of money. So there is no set waiting period again. And keep in mind, there are relatively few uh, infants available for adoption compared to the number of families seeking to adopt infants. Then you have international adoption, and there are children from international adoptions can be infants, toddlers, school age, and can be sympathy groups. Most of these children have spent time in an orphanage. For myself, I've always thought about international, actually. I don't know why. I've just... Something for me. I just... I don't know. I Maybe it might be, but... The worst thing, agencies usually charge twenty to 50000 for their services. Oh... Let the doula gods allow me to work a lot to make money. (laughs) But um, anyway, that's something to keep in mind, too. But you all need to travel to meet the child. So you're going to need to make sure you have a passport and all these things. And it's great that we have at least have one free option. So if, if you don't have children, you at least get one option of trying to adopt. Because personally, like I get it, people need to make money and they need that kind of stuff for private and international but children are so much money already so you'd really have to be rich if you want to well not rich but you you've got to have a good amount of savings to try at least international or private but the worst thing is if we want to take care of children that's already a lot of money so I don't understand why they make it so hard to try to get a child (laughs) anyway that's just me rambling on about my thoughts here 
Uh, but then again, I guess this is what this kind of is about. So that is something that there are different types of adoption that you have. So adoption of a stepchild and kinship adoption. Okay, so that's a whole different thing. That's if already if you're like in a relationship kind of thing. So there's like adopt Ontario. Like I'm just because I'm in Ontario, but they have different like thing. Oh, please tell me this website does not have pictures of the children. Oh, they do. Okay, everyone, as I start looking at little people and oh my God, this one's three. Oh my God. Okay, off, off, off. Anyway, so if you go to Adopt Ontario, there's a kid's corner. And you can see all the different little children. They don't put pictures. Thank the Lord. Uh, they have <laughs> names next to a thing. And you know what? Sometimes you don't even need a baby. Like, the one I just seen, and I'm going to talk about this because Lisa got, like, Elizabeth, like, I got my both. Um, but I got deep now. I'm deep in this. Okay. Like, I guess I've got to get my adoption stuff out now. I want to do it right now. There's someone here that's like three and his name is Benjamin and it's just so cute. And you know what? Worst thing posted October 4th, which is today, the day I'm recording this. So that means they're up, they're uploading people all the time that need kids. And it's, oh, look, here's a family, Kale, Joe, and Austin. Oh, is that all boys? <sighs> 13 and oh there's so many children and they need to be adopted and now I need to adopt now I want to adopt um but anyway they'll do things like that it tells you how to understand special needs and it goes through from alphabetical order like transracial adoption neglect openness I mean openness <laughs> childhood trauma autism addiction like it goes through the list and I cannot believe this exists this just makes me sad. It breaks my heart. But anyway, so there's lots of different things to look at when considering adoption. And that's something I wanted to post like links to if I could try. But the main point is you have options. And so adoption is actually a really good way because at the same time, you're helping someone. And, you know, I don't know if you might consider that for yourself, but adoption is a really great offer. And actually, I have started on my page, um, adoption support. I'm still trying to find training that will actually properly train me on it because your girl likes to have certificates. It says it, but I really want to help people if they have adoption. So I, the one package I have currently now, this is outdated. Like this, this isn't, like I said, I'm doing October 4th recording for it, but the main point is I'm trying to say is like this should be updated by the time you see it. Hopefully I get some edits done on my website, which I'm trying to do. <laughs> um, but I only have it for people that are adopting an infant. Like they're going to the hospital. They've actually met someone. So I'm trying to find different ways to help people that are adopting older children. And I'm trying to learn all I can about adoption. That's why I'm like super absorbed with this podcast right now. Because I want to help people as they adopt. I want to be there like a support system because it's something new that they're going through. And personally, as I've tried to start my dual business, it's not just about birth exactly. Like I love birth and I want to do that. Like that's my biggest portion of it. But I really, I want to be a family support system. I want to be support for the entire family. And I want to help people like that. And so like, that's why I say from birth and beyond. And I think people might not understand that fully. So I'm just going to play a picture for that quickly since we're in this. Birth, meaning as 
your child. So then we go through um, birth, postpartum, and then we go as through the years. Like that's why I help, like I want to try to help party planning if that's something you like to, or um, like help support through all the years. Then periods. Like I'm trying to set up a course, and I don't know if that's live yet, but like a course all about for t- like women's health in their teenhoods then we go from teenagers and then we lead on and then they get pregnant and so I want to be family support so that's why it says from birth and beyond because it's like baby pregnancy that kind of stuff like it goes through the loop you know what I mean like anyway it's hard to explain but if that's something why I want to add adoption services because I want to help families I want to support families and their different trying times so that's that's the reason why I'm posting about this like some people may have chosen about national diabetes month because hey my dad has diabetes I could talk about that forever too but I really wanted to focus on adoption for this podcast and maybe next year I'll focus on another topic but the point is being it's something important. And I think next year when I start this, it won't be as the third Friday of the month or sign of thing. It'll kind of be on the day of something important that I'm doing. So I don't know. Uh, anyway, the point is <laughs> we're just talking about adopting and there's a lot of different options to consider. Uh, like I said, hopefully by the time that you listen to this, there are support systems that I have in mind to help for people with adoption. So if you know anyone who is willing to adopt and wants extra support during this new time in their lives, give me a shout and we could set something up. And I hope everyone having is having a great November. Let the snow yet not be falling as I really do not like snow. So hope you guys have a great day and thank you for listening and come back again. Bye.